something you mentioned earlier and that we've talked about on the podcast because we have on almost 30, you know, tons of women, entrepreneurial women or, you know, amazing women that are doing things to support other women. How do you feel like, or what does it look like to truly support women? Mm. So to truly support women, I have groups of women in my life that I, so I kind of have the inner circle diehards that we are, their business is legitimately my business, no joke. And my business is their business. And when I say business, I mean our actual monetary businesses and also our lives are however we can help each other in whatever way we are going to show up for each other. But we also respect each other's time within that. So I can definitely tell you there's not you know, texts every day going back and forth. Like, I need your help. I need your help. It's like, I know when I really need these women because when we show up, it's not a little bit. It's like all in. It's like, I'm flying across the country mm-hmm. <laughs> to come and support you at your stuff. Mm-hmm. So my inner circle isn't all here. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I have women flying in for some of my book stuff. I have uh, these certain women fly in for every single event. They're like, do you need a speaker? Do you need this? Okay. I'm also not going to take it personal if you don't want me at this one. Like it's totally, mm-hmm. it's just a conversation about asking them, what does support mean to you? Because what support means to me looks different than what it means to them. You know, cause some of them are like, well, it means like, I would love for you to be at my three events for the year. Okay, cool. Cause that's not what it means for me. I don't care if you're there, but I sure would love if you show up for when I'm launching my book and we send it to your list and we create a program for your list. And it looks like this for me. Is that cool for you? Mm-hmm. You know, like, are you, are we going to do that? Yes. Great. So it's a conversation and it's like, are you okay with this? Does that sound okay? And also for me, if it's not okay with them to not take it personal, but know that we're going to show up in the best possible way to support each other. Mm. So it's really like having the conversation and being clear about what look what support looks like for you and what support looks like for them. Yes. Yeah. Mm. Because it's totally different for one person to the next. And then to yeah. make that assumption and you show up supporting them in that way. And they're like, that, yeah, yeah, I don't really care. <laughs> yeah. But here when, you know, my life's falling apart and I need help with my relationship, that's when I want you. Yeah. So why, why do women need a tribe? Mm. Like dudes have their thing, but dudes don't have a tribe. Mm. You know, yeah. like, what is it about that mentality, that system that like women need? So the the crazy thing is, is like, I actually looked at a lot of men's relationships to start talking about mm. tribe with women because they, they flow more. Like they don't have most of them. I don't want to categorize all men, but a lot of them, as I was like really looking at, you know, how my, fu- my, my husband, my husband <laughs> functions and navigates through his relationships. And it was like, he didn't have these crazy expectations around needing this guy to be this and getting upset when he does this. He was just like, well, that was annoying. You know, he just gets irritated with someone. Then he does this crazy thing (laughs) or he'll call, he'll call him or, or then let it go. Like, or he'll be like, Hey dude, that wasn't cool. Oh my God. (laughs) What a concept. (laughs) That wasn't cool. Like that, you know, that kind of bothered me when you did that. Like. I was like, well, what are I you doing? Guys too are like, oh, that's all, that's waters for you. You know, like, oh, that's like yeah. fangmen for you. Like he always does the same thing, but they attribute it to their personality. Yeah, And like then an they just let it thing. go. Yeah, the accepting thing. So that's They're a like, huge that's part them, too. Whatever. Because yeah. you know what? I have so many women that it's freed me up so much to say, 
you know what? That's who she is. That's from her past. Like, I, and if it may not ever change, am I okay with still getting the good parts of her in my life and also accepting these other parts? Now, I think there's so many different layers. And when you say like, why do women need a tribe? There's so, I think there's, it's just like that, right? There's the inner, there's the next layer, the next layer, the next layer, the next layer. Then there's the women who maybe are your, you know, your, your fitness tribe and your, you know, your, every month wine night tribe or whatever that looks like for you, whatever you need, your your dance tribe, like whatever you like to go and do on your own, your pottery making tribe, whatever. Mm-hmm. But there are these groups of people that now you're supporting yourself in your own personality. Like what parts of your personality need the most support? Really, you know, your inner circle is really the people who you feel like you could bring anything to, mm-hmm. like your darkest, darkest stuff. And there's probably not going to be a lot of them. There's probably only going to be two or three. And we're lucky if we have two or three, right? Um, sometimes we only have one. But then outside of that, there needs to be another layer of people that you are willing to have like pretty good connections with. And I think that the thing that's missing is just um, the facilitator, which is also why the book, I don't want to refer back to it, but really we need to learn how to facilitate relationships, but we need them so bad because there are so many parts of us that cannot be fulfilled by just one person. So before I had a tribe, it was like, I really was relying on my husband for so many more parts of me to uh, be able to analyze with him to why don't, why aren't you interested in meditating with me? Like, I'm so upset. Like, well, Mm -hmm. that's not his place. Like I need to go get the people who can fill those parts of me as well. And we can connect over that. I don't want to say fill, but you know, those people who can also go there with you and connect with you over that. So no one person can be everything for you. It's too much Honestly, if you're holding even one or two people, it's like holding them hostage. Like mm-hmm. you have these massive expectations. It's way too much pressure. It's like you definitely want mm. to be friends with the woman who has other friends. percent. <laughs> because I have been friends with people who do not have other friends and it is like so much pressure mm-hmm. to have to be at every single thing, be their conversation for everything that goes wrong, be, you know, that everything person for them. And, and also know that if you're on a pedestal with them, you are going to fall off and you're going to fall off yeah. hard. Mm-hmm. That's, it's way too much. It's almost like, you know, it's coming. Mm-hmm. I have a hard time with that when people are really like dependent on me. Mm-hmm. Like I'm like allergic to them. <laughs> oh, I'm literally allergic to them. It's Me too. Weird. He does not like it's it. It's crazy. Well, I, but I also have to be like, I'm like, okay, so maybe they just need me for a short period of time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what do you think? I disagree. You like that. <laughs> I'm totally like that. I, I and then I feel bad because I literally am just like this. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I can't. Mm-hmm. I, I stiff arming them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I'm like, Lynn, you need to be a little bit more compassionate. Mm-hmm. But I can there the energy is just so intense. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's how to metabolize that kind mm-hmm. of energy too mm-hmm. in a way that one won't make me feel like an asshole. Mm-hmm. And two won't make them feel less than because I don't mm-hmm. want that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? mm-hmm. I, I am I mean, I am just like that is, if Chris was in here, he would be like, Lori, you know, I had to go to the extreme. I, I, I do so much work around this still because even in my inner circle mastermind and my mastermind knows this and I write it in the book, I am resistant to showing up <laughs> because I'm still like, I have to be somewhere and I'm committed to people. And that is like a really? huge challenge for me, except I was so, there was such a huge part of me that was like feeling not fulfilled. 
because I wasn't, I also didn't feel like I had those people who would run through a wall for me, like who I just knew would like, when you have something in your life, like I just knew no matter what would come up, I was so supported. So I had some work to do around, and I'm not saying this is your work at all. Mm -hmm. I had some work to do around committing to people. I was like, that's so scary, like Mm -hmm. committing to people. Cause I've always, when I commit to people, I get hurt or Mm -hmm. it takes too much time or it's not what I thought it would be. Or, you know, cause I'm not letting any room in for what it should be or what it is because I'm always trying to control or like (laughs) manipulate what I want it to be. Or I have an agenda for my day and this is interrupting my day and I need to go somewhere and I'm achiever and I have things to do and this is going on. And if you're just an obstacle. Mm -hmm. So for me, I have to remember like, no, this is so valuable. Like this time invested is actually paying off. A, I mean, a zillion fold. We can't even put a number on what it's paying off when you actually commit. But I needed to commit with boundaries. That's literally why I wrote this book is because the more I talked about it, the more I learned that there's millions of us mm-hmm. because we just, especially if you are goal oriented, you will make every excuse in the book as to why you can't connect or you don't want to connect or why you think women don't understand you or why they don't get you or why it's just too much energy. But it's not the truth. It's like if we had a conversation around it and we had boundaries, we could be connecting and actually adding value, mm-hmm. like way more value to each other. It's just, I knew, I was like, what What do I need? There was a question, I was talking to Gabby Bernstein once and she was like, I said, like, what do you do when you start to feel like crazy or like you don't, you know, you're in a situation that you don't know what to deal with, or you just don't know what your next step is, or you're in something that you can't, you can't, you know, get through. And she's like, I just asked myself, what do I need to feel safe in this? Like, what do I need to feel safe? And for me, when I asked that question, it was, I need boundaries in a conversation. And for me, introducing that in all relationships was like enormous. Mm. It was one of the biggest things I thought, oh, so I can have these and I can have this. I can have both if I'm willing to have the super tough conversations. Thank you so much for tuning in to Morning Microdose by Almost 30. We hope you enjoyed waking up. As always, we encourage you to take what resonates and leave the rest. If you enjoyed this trip, tune into the full episode on the Almost 30 podcast. All episode information can be found in the show notes. Make sure to subscribe. And if this becomes a part of your morning routine, be sure to share it with a friend. We have new inspiring doses Monday through Friday. Follow us on Instagram at Morning Microdose and follow Almost 30 at Almost 30 Podcast. Thanks for listening. We'll see you in the vortex.